This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls up my lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. <laughs> this is episode 240. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we've got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Uh, wonderful. I haven't heard that. Quite some time. <laughs> yeah, we got the soundboard back running, so we can actually hear the audio that we're we can edit it live. So for like the last what four years, I've been putting all the intros and stuff in post, and uh, now we can do it live again. So that's exciting. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Uh, what movie did we have you watch this week? Uh, the Incredible Burt Wonderstone. The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. This came out in 2013. Picked this in honor of Slight coming out this week. Another magic-themed movie, which is very exciting. This is directed by Don Scardino. I have a synopsis here. A veteran Vegas magician tries to revive his career after his longtime partner quits. He gets fired from his casino act, and an edgy new street magician steals his thunder. We have a trailer for this. Let's give it a listen. This is the incredible Burt Wonderstone. I'm Burt Wonderstone. And I'm Anton Marvelson. But of course, you already knew that. Your ticket sales suck. <laughs> what? Steve Gregg, they're calling him the future of magic. This guy's a magician. He doesn't even have a costume. I'm sure you've seen people walk on red hot coals, but I doubt you've seen anyone spend the night on red hot coals. You need to do something fresh. So this is where old entertainers go to die. Mm hmm. And some not so old. May I see that for a minute? Watch this. What have you done? I'm a magician. Should have explained that to you earlier. You're Rance Holloway. I had your magic kit as a kid. I'll give you your money back. What you're feeling right now, that's why you became a magician. How did you do that? I was partially deboned. What you do is not magic. All it's right, natural for Ryan. A to be frightened by tell us a little bit about this Burt Wonderstone business. Um, well, the reason when Jimmy uh, <laughs> Steve Carell? Yeah, Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi are kids, and they, they bond over one of them getting a magic, and they become friends, and fast forward. 30, 35 years in the future. And they're doing a magic act together. And they've been on, I can't, um, ballets. In Las Vegas, they've had a show for 10 years. And one day, Steve Buscemi just has enough of Bert Wonderstone being an asshole and taunting him and just decides to quit. And Bert Wonderstone tries to replace him with their assistant, who also quit in the middle of a magic act, and they replace her. 
And there's long running jokes throughout the movie that they call her by the wrong name every time they talk to her, no matter how long they've been there. Eventually, Bert Wondershed tells her that she's basically a woman and that they can do a magic show as good as a mad kid. So, Bert Wondershed loses his job at ballet because his actress is going downhill. And there's also a street magician and He's played by Jim Carrey. Uh, I just read something before we started recording here that the director called Jim Carrey's character if uh, David Blaine and Chris Angel had a child, this would be Jim Carrey's character would be a child. And... Jim Carrey's job is basically to make fun of everything Bert Wonderson does. Also, pretty much everything he does. And, and I just lost him. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> I just straight up lost it. Jim Carrey's doing better than... Bert Wonderstone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Bert Wonderstone drops his magic act at ballot, but gets fired. And they start rebuilding his career. Eventually, finds himself in a retirement home. And he ends up doing magic for the guy that he bought the magic kit of. When he has the look in, and this guy basically teaches him how to get his thunder back. And they do that, and the band gets back together, and the girl joins in and becomes an official partner, and they all live up after. <laughs> Except Jim Carrey, of course. What happens to him? I assume he eventually fizzles out mm. and just becomes nobody like in real life. Oh, damn. Dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Chris Angel and David Blaine. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Well, I, 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 think, yeah. I think it still could be argued that they both still have thriving careers, but we'll move on. What did you think of this movie? And... Where I have a problem because IMDb didn't get a very good rating, but I thought, I mean, it, was, it made me laugh a few times. So, I mean, that was okay. It wasn't perfect or anything, but it was all right. It was pretty funny. All right. So, you had a good time with it? Yeah. Did you see this before? Is this a rewatch? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw it a couple years ago. I remember seeing it too. I don't remember a whole lot about it other than that when I... when we were at the South by the old South by you guys saw it at South by no, it was playing boy yeah. yeah, it was playing, but we didn't see it. Uh, yeah, I remember playing. What an odd movie to 
be at a film festival. Yeah, because we we were like we were trying to roll Ryan somewhere, and we were like walking in front of the red carpet. Yeah, because <laughs> it was the only place to. That that's right, and, like Jim, <laughs> that's right, and like Jim Carrey was there, and <laughs> we were getting in everyone's way. That's awesome. Yeah, what can you do? Got to be accommodating. Got to get through. Yeah. All right. So I I remember not liking this very much. Kevin, did you see this one? I did not see this because I I remember it not um it not looking that funny and when you played that trailer it just it reminded me of how unfunny this movie has to be yeah i remember not finding it funny at all it does have a 36% on rotten tomatoes i feel like this was this this came at the tail end of these uh funny jobs movies you know you have your talladega nights your dodgeballs the uh what was that one the other one with will ferrell blades of St- Blades of Glory, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. And then you had the the other one with Will Ferrell, the basketball one. Yeah, Will Ferrell was doing a whole sports thing there. And I and I feel like this just came at the tail end of that whole comedic jobs thing. Was it when they when they made this? While they trying to reinvigorate uh, Jim Carrey's career. Reinvigorate it? I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, like, you know, nobody heard from him for a few years. Mm-hmm. They tried to bring it back. No, I think he was... Maybe I just made that up in my no, head. I mean, he did... In 2011, he, he did Mr. Popper's Penguins. And, I mean, that movie wasn't uh, a big success or anything, but it was, you know, a blockbuster-style movie. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Seriously. And I love you, Philip Morris. It was right before that. Yeah, and he did did Kick-Ass 2 that same year that Burt Wonderstone came out. But I remember he tried to distance himself from that one. Like, he he regretted doing that one. So, I don't know. I I feel like Jim Carrey always has a career. I don't don't feel like he's ever going to completely fade into obscurity. I think that it's all just a matter of what he wants to do at this point. I think that his career has been well established for so many years that he just does what he wants to now because yeah. i think he f- he does a lot of art he paints now and i think yeah i think I, that it's it does come down to him just picking things that he wants to do like mr popper's penguins he's probably just like i'm gonna get paid to hang out with penguins yeah hell yeah i would take that i take that job pay me to hang out with penguins and, yeah and i think it's one of those situations like you said kevin before when it's time to buy a new yacht, you do one of these movies, and yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you got something that catches your eye in the old yacht magazine, in the old yacht catalog. He needed some new art supplies, so he just did Mr. Popper's yeah. Penguins. <laughs> he and... did some easels, some golden paints. He always has a soft spot in my art from uh, In Living Color. What was your What was your favorite of now is that because that's the only one you can remember <laughs> no. right now probably. <laughs> but no i know i thought about that actually before because yeah. i thought that was the only one i knew but i was able to come up with more yeah, because when I thought about it for a long while, when anyone mentions in living color, they inevitably go to Fire Marsh Bill. 
which made me think too because i was like oh yeah fire marshal bill but then i tried to remember like what else did Jim Carrey do didn't on that he, show? Didn't they do a sketch with? Didn't he do a sketch with Damon Wayans where they played like two two gay dudes? Wasn't that like uh, one that they no, did? No, well, was it he, was it him or was it somebody else? It was no, Damon he, Wayans and somebody. It else. was. Uh, there was uh, one where he did like uh, it was almost like pig, pigtails or like double ponytails, and he always wore like a bikini top. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. the two gay dudes the one the one had a little hat above his head. That was Damon Wayne's. But I didn't I didn't I, I don't remember if anybody Dan, was in I think there. it was Dan, Damon, Damon Alan Greer. Oh yeah, it was. It was Damon Allen Greer, yeah. David Allen Greer. Yeah. I hated Jim Carrey on in Love and Color. I only remember, I really do only remember Fire Marshal Bill. I mean, the thing about In Living Color is I, I have a feeling if I went back and watched it today, I don't I don't think I would like it. Like, I don't think I would find it funny. I'm just not sure that the comedy of In Living Color stands the test of time. I don't know. push the envelope for me. I don't know. Tommy Davidson? <laughs> well, <laughs> Tommy Davidson. Sure. Tommy. David Hunger. Oh, man. I fucking love those guys. Homie the Clown? I got I, oh, I to find out if this is... is there's a bunch of clips on YouTube, but I need, like, full episodes streaming. Yeah, I don't know. I know that they did release it on DVD, but I don't know if it's available on any uh, streaming platforms. What uh, what cable service do you have, Kevin? Um, Comcast. If you do have FX, because if you get FX.com, it's on the uh, FX app. What? And let me go. Oh because God. I can get it on my uh, Apple TV. There you go. Catch up on some In Living Color. Nice. Getting back to Burt Wonderstone. Let's talk about the director. Dan Scardino. Don. I don't know why I just said Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Scardino. Uh, let's, see what he's, let's see what he's up to. Um, mostly TV stuff. Did a lot of TV stuff. Including, oh, he did Another World. He directed Another World. Talk about going back to some 90s. Like the soap opera Another yeah. World? Um, really? Oh, this is... Oh, never mind. I was thinking of... Uh, not Another World. I was thinking of... Uh, shit. There was, a, there was like a sort of a soap opera that was big in the 90s. This, this one is the, like the one from the 60s that started in the 60s. But I swear there was like a... It was a Fox, like one of those Fox shows in the 90s. Uh, a different world, world a different world there you go that's that's what i was thinking uh, of anyway he did oh my god he did he did tracy takes on which was the tracy ullman show from the 90s not not the original tracy ullman show but the one she had after sports night he did two episodes of sports night remember that show aaron sorkin that show is i'm sorry that has to be one of the worst shows yeah, I remember hating it. What God, what channel? I hated that show so much. Was it Comedy Central that played? Yeah, they yeah. played it all the time. Yeah, and I remember when they first picked it up, I was just like, "No, this makes no sense. Why are you doing this to me?" And then they continued to do it to me. They just kept playing it, and it was never funny. It was never once funny. No, I never enjoyed that show. Never. I remember because I, I think that was the probably the first Aaron Sorkin thing that I watched 
And I remember just being so annoyed with his dialogue style, the super fast. Yeah, just the nonstop. Yeah, I just uh, I found it to be so annoying, which is funny because I think that that method works in a lot of the movies that he's done since then, like The Social Network, for instance. Maybe that's because he scaled it back a little bit since then. Yeah, he at least it. Was Phil Hartman on this show? No, you're thinking news radio, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, you're thinking of news radio. That is what I'll sing of. Yeah, that show is amazing. Oh, my God. Phil Hartman. Dave Foley. Holy shit. Steven Root. Yep. That, that now was... I want to watch that show too. Wasn't uh, Andy Dick was in that show too? Wasn't he? That's right, man. Which is which is interesting because the, one of the movies that Don Scardino did was uh, Advice from a Caterpillar from 1999, which stars Andy Dick. Interesting. Never even heard of that one. Me either. S- sounds odd. Uh, he did 38 episodes of 30 Rock, so big big player wow. in, in 30 Rock. That's a show that I think will hold up over time. I don't, th- I don't think it's going to be as timeless as something like Seinfeld, but I think 30 Rock will definitely hold up. What's her name? Is in this? Uh, Gillian Jacobs. In this movie? Yeah, she's briefly in this. Oh, cool. I uh, did an episode of The Mindy Project, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, and most recently, Two Broke Girls. We're coming right back. <laughs> Full circle to two broke girls. He did. I, he did thirty nine episodes. I want to do from here on out. I want everything to be connected to two broke girls. I think we, we could probably do it. But that needs to be for the rest of the year. Everything comes back to two broke girls. We can make that happen. I think we're gonna start a new game. Instead of six degrees of Kevin Bacon, it's gonna be six degrees of two broke girls. <laughs> But I don't want it to be six degrees. I want it to be one, one degree. One degree. One immediate <laughs> direct degree to two broke girls. Uh, yeah, you got plenty to work from here. Uh, no, I know. Whew. Don't worry. I, I will try it. I take that as a challenge, and I will, I will try to make that happen nice. in the coming weeks. Don't worry. I look forward to it. Uh, all right, Ryan. Any final I thoughts? Not, I do not look forward to that. Yeah, you do. You should. Um, you fucking love it. Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. I feel like an idiot now. What? It made me laugh a little bit. Well, that's fine. I mean, comedy, comedy is so subjective. I mean, you could find something hilarious that we don't and vice versa. I mean, I'm sure that there's plenty of weird, random, obscure shit that I find funny that you wouldn't find funny. Like, I bet... Uh, one thing that comes to mind is chewing gum. The new season of that is out. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching that, Kevin. But I fucking love that show. It is amazing. And I just, love something it. tells me that, Ryan, you would not find that show funny. I fucking love it. Never heard of it. It's great. It's on Netflix. Check it out. They're in season two now. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty fantastic. Not, lo- not long enough for my taste. The, the seasons are very yeah. short. Yeah, that seems to be a British thing. It it is, yeah. They don't, it they definitely don't, is. They don't draw it out and. Oh, it it's British. It is. Yeah, I think that. I think British that's comedy. It is a British comedy. All right, I'm out. That's what I thought. <laughs> I don't. No, I can't get down. It's a yeah. It's a it's a British sex comedy. It's about a girl trying to get laid. 
that pique your interest? Well, even like even the office from Britain, I couldn't get into that very much. Oh, see, I thought the office, the UK office, was hilarious. Loved it. Hmm. Interesting. I remember. I remember buying buying that without. You remember when I bought? Yes, that? I, I, like, do. I do. I like, do. Oh, this, this looks cool. I do remember you buying that because I had no idea what it was. Like I remember, I remembered seeing it on the shelf like all the time and not knowing what it was. And even after you bought it, I don't think I watched. Like I don't think I borrowed that from you or anything. Yeah. That I remember. I think it was the while. But yeah, that that's. Because I always remember seeing David Brent's stupid face sitting there mm-hmm. on, that, on that cover and being like, "No, it doesn't. It? It, does, it doesn't. That uh, that image on the front of that DVD does not sell that show. No, not at all. Because it just it looks like some kind of just dry, you know, old school British comedy. Yeah. Which I mean, even Ryan, I'm sure there's stuff that I think that's funny that Adam doesn't like. I think the Mighty Boosh is hilarious. Yeah, and I'm not I don't into think, that. Yeah, Adam's not into that. I give it points for creativity, but that's... That's, that's just, that's it. how things are. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> don't need to feel any shame there. Now, my question for this is, what, what are your thoughts on, on magic? Yeah, that's, you, that's a good... Uh, I did want to talk about magic. Big fan of magic? If it's done correctly, I like it. Okay. Now, what is, what, yeah, that's, that's, I don't, I don't, I'm not into all the nerdy like doing the same thing over and over I like that making new all the time mm. now yeah. uh, do you do you prefer the street magic style over the stage magic it's hard to say because I remember watching Derry uh, cover her yeah Derry Gopriel and I was like Probably 15. I like that, but I also like, well, I used to like uh, Chris Angel's magic. No. Until I got to be the exact same all the time. Do you remember when magic shows had primetime specials? Oh, yeah, David Copperfield, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, they, they, you don't, I mean, I, I don't think you, you see that anymore. Now you have, like, the talent shows. And maybe there's some magicians in like America's Got Talent or one of those, but you just don't see the primetime magic specials anymore. Yeah. Like when that dude walked on the the wire across the Niagara Falls on live TV. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. I do miss that from the old days. The magic where it was like David Copperfield's gonna make a jumbo jet disappear. Tune in on Tuesday. Yeah. And you're like, shit, cool, I got something to do on Tuesday. It's awesome. Yeah. You just don't see that anymore. Now now it's like David Blaine just came out with a fairly recently came out with a Netflix special. So now they're just there doing that. Well yeah, and then his like his special is like, I'm gonna sleep in a box for a week. And you're I like, wonder, okay, I guess, if you want. I wonder if that's because, like, anyone can record anything nowadays. Yeah, I just Back then, people just couldn't record any old thing. Well, I think the climate of TV has changed in such a way that it's not really important. Like, it's not really popular to have those kind of things anymore. I think that releasing them on video on demand services like like netflix or whatever is a better idea because then you have it's just 
you yeah. can deliver it straight to your core audience. Yeah. One thing in this that I found really, really funny, I just thought of. Uh, at one point, Jim Carrey holds his pee in his body for like seven days. Oh, yeah, I remember that scene. And he damn near passes out and dies from too much urine and not enough blood in his body. And that, that made me laugh. <laughs> Jim Carrey almost died. So what, what got the chuckles out of right? <laughs> you got too much urine in your body. You know, but the last part was he like, he didn't even care. It's like, oh, it's for TV, so I'm good. Well, of course, it's just making fun of all that David Blaine, Chris Angel stunt stuff. I was never into that that stuff either. Like, on the David Blaine special, he, throughout the special, he's, like, developing this technique of uh, being able to, like, drink a whole, like, uh, water bottle of water and then, like, regurgitate it back into the water bottle. And that, like, that's what he's working on throughout the special. Yeah, it's like this isn't cool. It's just gross. Like, yeah, it's just like why? Why did you? I just want to know how did you come up with that idea? Well, there's a video that he was like obsessed with. It was a like a viral video that was going around for a while. This guy in India or something that could do it, and it was like crazy to watch. It was again very gross, but crazy to watch. And he was like kind of fascinated with this guy and he couldn't find him. He didn't know the guy's name, but so he travels to India and he, he actually does find the guy and learns how to do it from him. Anyway, I'm, I'm more of a fan of the kind of close up magic stuff like Ricky J. Yeah. Like not fucking disgusting. Like hanging on your Chris Angel. He hung a couple of years ago in Las Vegas. With Hawkins all over his body. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Is that magic? It's Dips magic. Does that. <laughs> magic. Dips does that in shows. Yeah. It's not fucking magic. It's putting a threshold of pain. I don't care about that. Kind of blurs the lines between a magic act and a freak show. Yeah. Because I think there's a, that's like a somewhat popular thing. Yeah. Like, you know, niche markets at least. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a legitimate I mean, if they, if they make apparatuses with hooks on them, right. so people that you can like them, buy online. That, yeah, that means that there's enough people fucking doing it. Right, right. You can make a business out of it. <laughs> this is <laughs> suspension hook business. <laughs> I, I, I would, uh, I'd be interested to go to their fucking convention. You know they have one, right? You know they have one. Of course, I'm sure that they have. It's probably part of some sort of body modification convention. Oh God! This this episode took some weird turns. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> well, I was going to be giving Ryan. Uh, I I gave him secretary originally, which it turned out that we already gave him that. Uh, in honor of one of the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey movies, and then we didn't end up recording the episode. <laughs> so he, he did. He I was, think we we sat down, but it was only like. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, and then something happened. Oh, so it was like a lost episode? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, It was very awkward. I just assumed that we didn't even do it. No, No, we all talked about it. We talked about it for a little bit, and then something happened. I think it was something with me. 
that I had to leave. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. But... Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, Ryan, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this thing. What do you give the incredible Burt Wonderstone? Five, hear him. <laughs> five out of ten. <laughs> I'm not used to the drum roll. Not used to the live drum roll? No. Five out of ten? Is that what you gave it? Yeah. All right. So what do you think about this slight movie that's coming out? I haven't seen it previews, but I'm sure I probably will shortly. Yeah, I figured you'd be all up in this one because it, I don't know why, but it looks it looks decent. It's a WWE film, strangely. Oh, no. It doesn't look like it has anything to do with wrestling at all. Yeah, but that probably means they got fucking B-rated actors. No, not really. I'm looking at the cast just... list here. It's got Dooley Hill and Sashir Zameda from uh, uh, SNL. Oh, okay. And uh, Cameron Esposito. Um, Is what's her name, man? That girl that you're not, uh... No, she's not in it. <laughs> I don't know. This this one looks interesting. It looks kind of like uh, sort of looks chronicle esque in a way about this kid who's like he actually he knows how to like uh, make things float. He has like telekinesis or something, and he he uses that to pretend like he's a magician, like a street magic guy, and something happens. He gets caught up in some some shit. <laughs> I think it looks uh, decent. I'm kind of into it. Uh, Vice is putting it out along with Bloomhouse or Blumhouse rather. Tilt. Blumhouse Tilt. Vice is in the TV channel, Vice? Yeah, Vice. <laughs> wow. The TV channel is called Vice Land, but the, yeah, com- the company that, is yeah. Vice. They've been putting out movies for a couple years now. A few years. Really? Yeah. Um,. They put out some really interesting movies, actually. I think the first one I saw by them was called Prince. That was really... Nobody talked about oh, yeah. that when it came out. Nobody talked about it at all, but I was a big fan. And they put out Operation Avalanche, Matt Johnson's latest. Uh, uh, wait, is that what we saw? No, you, I don't think you saw it, no. You saw The Dirties. Yeah, I was thinking of somebody else with the Avalanche. Prince. Prince Avalanche, Speaking yeah. of the Prince Avalanche. Yeah. When you've lost your shit because Paul Rudd was sitting right in front of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> West. Full circle. Uh, all right. Well, I think Slate looks kind of cool. I take it you, you're not familiar with what this is all about, Kevin? No, I am. Oh, yeah. I'm are. actually, I, yeah, I'm interested in this one. This actually looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, to this. It's directed by, written and directed by J.D. Dillard. This is his debut. So I'm always interested in debuts for some reason. When I see it's like a a debut for a director, I'm like, okay. And plus to be like, I'm going to make my debut about a street magician. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If you want to. (laughs) Go for it, man. You go for it. (laughs) Let me see if you can make that work. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, All right. Any final thoughts, Ryan? Slight or the incredible Burt Wonderstone? No. No. All right. (laughs) I think that'll do it for this week in that case. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out. 
by becoming a subscriber for just a dollar a month. For Kevin Rakestraw, Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.